All right, all right, all right. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are in the world. My name is Bison, aka Bison Trades, over on Twitter, and welcome back to another episode of Rare Flood Radio. On today's episode, we are going to be talking about the market overview. It's not looking great, guys. If you're in NFTs right now, well, namely Solana NFTs, and things aren't looking very good, but I would say we're ahead of the curve. We'll talk a little bit about that. We'll talk about uh, Citrus by Famous Fox. If you guys haven't seen, it's a brand new lending platform by them. And honestly, it's pretty cool. So we'll be talking a little bit about Citrus. We'll be talking about Blocksmith Labs just came out with Atlas. Will this be a suburb killer? Will it not? Who knows? Definitely be discussing that as well as Graphite. Just locked down two very hype mints. I definitely want to get into that as well. And as always, I'm joined by my wonderful brothers, my co-hosts, Dor. Dor, how you doing today? Yo, what's going on, dog? Every day is a holiday. Happy to be back for another episode, dude. There's, well, the market's not moving in the upward or price momentum. There's still a lot of stuff going on that I'm excited to talk about. Absolutely. I, it, there's always something to talk about, mm-hmm. but um, I know right now, look, the market couldn't be more boring in terms of what we have been and it couldn't have come at a better time because i know you and joe have had some stuff to deal with in the personal and interim so i know you guys got a lot on your plate right now in case you guys don't know both joe and door are moving or joe actually just finished this move in case you guys were wondering why he wasn't around for a couple of episodes and everything like that he's done he's done with this move and now your boy door is about to embark on his journey so uh yeah (laughs) it's it's always fun yeah, dog. Every like I say, every day is a holiday, but it ain't always Christmas, dude. <laughs> <laughs> That's right. Well, joining us as always, as well, welcoming him back to the show in his new digs. Joe, how you doing, bro? <laughs> yeah, baby. We back. Yeah, baby. Let's I'm go. back, baby. I'm feeling good. I'm feeling great. <laughs> couldn't, Man had intro music. Could not be happier. <laughs> Yeah, walk up music. I love it, dude. Um, how's everything going, Joe? I know, I know you just got done with your move. Um, you're getting us settled in. How's how's everything going? Yeah, everything's going great, man. In the sunny state of Florida. I love it here. Got family here. Lived here um after high school for a bit. So I feel at home. Um honestly, I've always liked it here more than New Jersey anyway. So it's always been a goal to get down here. And uh honestly, the little bull swing in the market really propelled my move. I wasn't thinking I was going to be able to do it for at least another couple of years. And, and I was blessed. Um, blessed. So yeah, yeah. Very happy, very excited, very happy for door to, to expand and, and venture out as well. And yeah, man, we're just getting stronger. Rare fun, mm-hmm. man. 53 episodes in, I, I would have never, ever guessed it, bro. Ever. No, we no, still here. We still thriving. And, and mm-hmm. seriously, we do appreciate you guys support, whether you're listening on podcasts, whether you're watching on stream, Seriously, you guys make the show excellent. So, and I appreciate the co-hosts as well, as always. But let's get into a little bit of market overview, guys. In case you guys haven't seen, Solana NFTs are just not fun right now, dude. They're just not. I'm sitting over here celebrating five, 10% pumps over like a week span. And that doesn't even include marketplace fees and royalties that are on their way. Like everything just, oh, it's so boring. We're sitting at 102K Solana volume, according to TXO. Uh, Magic Eden down to 53% market share, only at 55k volume. They just released a bunch of employees. I don't know if you guys saw that last week, but um, things ain't all pretty over in the Garden of Eden. We do have Car- Coral Cube and Magic Eden AMM looking pretty strong over there, 21% market share. 
Haiti swamp sitting at about 15% on the high side. That's usually what we like to see. And then um, Tensor actually been cooking lately at 7% market share. We can talk a little bit about Tensor, um, but you know, I'm a soul sniper maxi at heart. So um, nonetheless, it might be worth looking over at Tensor for a little bit. Guys, want to know your opinions on the market? We'll start with Door, then go to Joe. How are you feeling about the market right now? Yo, uh, I couldn't hear a lot of that because my cameras, uh, or sorry, my freaking internet's so down bad. So go to Joe and I'm going to come right back. Okay. Joe, how you feeling about the market? Yeah, man. I, I sold a lot of my NFTs before I left uh, for two reasons. One, I just saw how the, uh, the upside we had for crypto at the moment with BTC. And then I also didn't want the... Um, the stress of being on the road and having to manage these e-liquid assets. It's fine when you're home and you're on the computer all the time. So I was a little bit blessed with that. I think, yeah, I don't think any big money is going to be coming into Solana NFTs anytime soon for the next couple months. There will be beggars money to be made off a couple hype mints, but I don't think there'll be much of a flip after a few days. You kind of got to get in and get out and they'll just kind of settle and find their place. I think a lot of projects are at, were actually overvalued and are coming back to, you know, fair market value um, appraisals. I just think that's true. I don't, I, I think it's, it's coincided with a rip in soul, but I think truthfully, even, you know, taking away the volatility of soul price, I think a lot of these projects were just pumped up off of a narrative or a speculation. And you're kind of finding that fair market value for a lot of these projects. So with that being said, I'm not looking to enter yet because, you know, that big money value is just not going to be there yet. The bull swing has to happen. So a lot of those plays right now, like Stubber and you have Atlas, those will be long-term plays and you hopefully will pick the right one for that bull swing to pop off on. But at this point, I'm really not trying to buy much, you know, leverage trading a little bit here and there, maybe looking for some spot positions to add to if possible. But NFTs right now on the soul market side, at least the buyers just aren't there for a trader like myself. I just don't have the volume to, to confidently play these, these trades and not, not get stuck in them. So that's where we're at right now. I still think there's a lot of money to be made on the short term, beggars money, right? Because there is some hype mints coming up and we will see those 4,000 some wallets playing into that. So that's where I'm at right now for, for our little echo chamber. I, I couldn't agree more, Joe. Um, we'll definitely be diving into it because there's a few headlines we'll talk about. Then we'll just talk about like kind of a state of the market address because I, I feel like it's kind of needed right now. And um, then just kind of go into an alpha corner because alpha corners are going to be light. I'm going to let you guys know right now in terms yeah. of NFTs. I mean, there's just few and far between. Everything's mm -hmm. getting smacked with systematic risk. But mm -hmm. uh, Dor, I'm going to let you take over. Yeah. What's your opinion on the market right now? Where are you at right now? Man, the market dog water, dog. I wouldn't be out there touching anything right now. Like, unless you're trying to do a mid to long term, you should not be buying NFTs because nothing's going on. Your best plays right now are to get in one of these hype mints that's coming up, particularly specifically the heist. We got Badagos coming up, the Wolf Capital, and not fading any of these projects, but I prefer to hold on to the heist more so because it's a gamified mechanic. But once I learn more about Badagos and Wolf Capital, my opinion might change. However, I have whitelisted those and I plan on flipping in the uh, immediately. Uh, selling them into the pre-mint or post-mint pump. That's it. I'm not holding on to anything long-term. I already got my Klanos. I'm good on there. But yeah, if you're trying to make a profit in this market, good, good luck. <laughs> uh, well, 
door. I will slip you your payment under the table now. Thank you so much for saying that. No problem. I'm totally no. kidding. Uh, guys, I, I did not make him say that or anything like that. That is Door's opinion. I'm a, um, I'm a little more excited to hold, at least for the medium term. I, I do think some of these mints are coming out with unique value propositions. But, um, you know, I do have uh, more than one allocation on a, a handful of them. And why not de-risk right now, right? I mean, like, if I have that opportunity to make a profit, I, especially, I mean, I know we were talking about it this morning. If you can make any profit right now, like, you're you're kind of shooting yourself not to. Mm -hmm. Now, I don't think this is the time to be frantically selling the bottom if you're not in profit. Um, I, I just think, like, a lot of these charts, they keep looking bottomed out, and they haven't really budged from the bottom. Um, there's a couple, like Joe was saying, that I think are we're just overvalued, right? And I think we, and this brings up an interesting point. It's kind of where I want to speak a little bit about, but we got the bonk rip, right? I mean, when bonk dropped and everybody got rich and dude, I, everything was flying then. Mm -hmm. I mean, bonk went 400x technically, but uh, 200x from where most people bought in. Like it was, it was amazing. If you got that return, it was, it was just sold back into the ecosystem. If you were like me, I bought a ton of NFTs. I made Thank some profit you. and held some <laughs> as well. So, um, you know, at the, the end of the day, I was playing with house money. Now that is don't like adhere to that mindset. You always take profit. Profit is profit. House money is not profit if you give it all away. So luckily I didn't. But yeah, there's definitely some positions that I was like I said, I was trying to uh, strictly sell for the longest time and I couldn't get out positions fast enough. And so I'm still holding bags on some stuff. Um, but right now I'm not panicking. You know, a lot of the bags that I hold on to, I know, you know, they'll be around for six months, nine months. And if it takes that long to get back there, eh, so be it. You know, in, in, in the meantime, I do have plenty of liquid to play with and um, I'm still sitting on the sideline with stuff. But I kind of want to talk to you guys a little bit about what's happening in the ETH market uh, compared to where Seoul is. So in case you guys didn't know, they're having this royalty discussion right now where they are just like, at each other's throats so like zero percent royalties blur came in that's basically their tensor and amms all combined into one um and they gave an airdrop that was the equivalent in my eyes to bonk now i thought it was a little bit more fair the more you traded the more blur you got all that good stuff but we're seeing a surge in ethereum nft prices and i think a lot of people are going to get caught on that end i've seen some solana people say they're leaving Solana because Solana's toxic and, and all this good stuff. And then they're going over to Ethereum. I think they're buying the top on Ethereum NFTs over there. And I think they're just like a month or two behind where we have been already in Solana. And so like I'm sitting over here, you know, it's like that the um, they're at the gallows sort of thing. And, you know, Ethereum NFTs are in the news and the other guy, Solana NFTs are like, oh, first Did time. <laughs> yeah, first time. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Like uh, we've been here already. Yeah. We've been having these discussions. You guys laughed. Some of the ETH people laughed at us for having these discussions. Mm -hmm. Now you're facing them too, Bozo. So, um, yeah, I kind of want your guys' opinions. Like, are, are we more interested in the ETH market? Do we see it how we like, like I was describing it where I think they're just lagging behind? Where are we at with this? Yeah, uh, for me, I don't know if they're, I, mean, I guess they're lagging behind on the 0% royalties discussion. They can have fun with that. I can tell you it's a goddamn nightmare. Uh, I'm glad that we've already went through this because it is not fun. And the people here on Solana talking about, oh, I'm going to go over the ETH. No, you're not. No, you're not. You know why you're here on Solana? It's because you know the ecosystem. You prefer the UI and UX and the fast transactions and not having to pay a ton of money for a potential rug. Now, if you wanted to go to ETH, you would have been on ETH. 
So if you want to go over there and buy the top, have at it, Hoss. I ain't going to stop you. But for me, dog, I personally am not looking to get over to ETH. The only ticket I have in over to ETH right now is Iron Paul Gang. So hopefully it meant, or it's thinks it meant, it's minting next month. So if it can capture some of the momentum, man, I, I'm not going to be sad. <laughs> yeah. No, I, I again, I, I think you're right. Like I, um, I do have some interest in ETH NFTs, but it's few and far between. I'm not so mm -hmm. interested in the ecosystem itself. No. I do think they're going to face a two-sided war. Again, with inscriptions, they're kind of helping um, inscribe oh, over yeah. there because they're yeah. kind of the, the platform to do so. Everything's bought with ETH right now, but mm -hmm. I don't think it'll always be that way until they get a proper marketplace going. So, mm -hmm. um, yeah. you know, I think they'll be facing that battle. I do think um, Blur, what seems like a really good innovation right now, um, you know, it's the same debate we're having with with AMMs over in Solana. Now, I personally think AMMs are just fine. I think it hurts a little bit more at a bear market, but you're going to be thankful for them when we're in a bull market. Like mm -hmm. having that instant liquidity, um, having the ability to swap like that. Uh, I, I do think a lot of people are undervaluing the tech, but it hurts right now. When when we are a buyer starved, liquidity starved ecosystem, you're going to feel it ten times more when it comes to these NFT five projects. Yeah. like over leveraging with loans, like all that good stuff, you know? Dude, uh, so I did want to jump into the point that you made, like ETH is facing a two-sided battle. I forgot all about Ordinals. It's once Ordinals infrastructure is there to like allow people to trade without having nodes and have uh, permissionless marketplaces where it's not all done OTC, dude, I'm sure we're going to see a massive way influx of liquidity there. Like, why wouldn't you? Bitcoin's the number one blockchain. There's no argument, like... There is a future for orders and inscriptions, hands down. Like, I can't see a future where there's not going to be some top-tier project that's going to crap all over the price of board apes. It's just, and right now, it's the prime time to be looking for that. But I can tell you from being involved in the ecosystem, ain't nothing out there right now, dog. There's a whole bunch of derivatives and rugs. I, I wouldn't be touching it. Yeah. Yeah, I... uh I don't know, man. It's it, it will become... It, this is not a fad, in my opinion, of, like, Canto, like... um like Aptos or anything like that, yep. where it's in and out and we'll see, we'll see if those ecosystems do make, I, what I imagine is like something like Aptos will have, you know, it's quick money grab phase. And then if it is going to have community, if it is going to have a strong community, it'll come through in like a couple of months or so um, at the very earliest or when the next bull cycle hits. And then we'll see, you know, is it going to be Aptos? Is it going to be near again? Who knows? Mm -hmm. Um, is going to be sweet. And and I think there will be another NFT marketplace that really has a vibrant community, kind of like Soul, um, and it's come up, and then we'll kind of take the place of where Ethereum was, and then Ethereum will, I, I again, it'll either be on another level, or I think Ordinals could possibly take its place. I mean, all the, the features are there. It's more liquid in terms of Bitcoin is a way more uh, higher-priced asset, right? And the market cap is way bigger. So it's going to be interesting to see how it all plays out. Um, Joe, where are you at with this? Are you kind of in the camp that ETH is kind of lagging behind us? Are you interested in ETH NFTs or anything like that? Or are we still looking at Solana and saying, you know what? These are down bad prices. Not a lot of people interested. Maybe this is a good time to start looking at buying some stuff for the long haul. Yeah, so I'm going to be totally honest with you. ETH is on a whole nother level and always will be from the strict fact of the amount of, amount of whales, the amount of liquidity there that was made early on. It's just not like you have to understand the UI UX isn't clean. The gas is insane gas and they don't care. The paradigm has never shifted even with alternatives. So 
I don't think ETH's going anywhere. I think Ordinals will be priced in ETH and then put back. To, you know, ETH will always be a player no matter what, even with Ordinals as well. I think there'll be a, a double denomination there. I think they'll figure it out. Um, for Soul, man, I love Soul, and I still think that, you know, the underlying tech will find its way through and we will have our success. And I think that's like Bison said, you just start to make room as new people come up, older projects either ascend to new levels and create that space that that fair market gap where you can start to fill that and find your value or they die off and you take the number one spot. So I think that's a great way to put it that Bison said. There's just a natural progression happening. And either way, there's going to be change, which we need for any type of progression. So the, I'm, I'm, a, I'm a change maxi for sure. I'm all about yeah. that change. Yeah, well, I'm I'm kind of of the opinion. But first off, yeah, let's, let's address that chain maxi approach. Guys, I love Solana. I still think it is my home and where I want to be for right now. But... One, saying that you're leaving a chain, first off, you don't leave. Just keep your exposure, Bozo, and spend more time over there. Like, literally, it's, I, I would say a really good example of this is Easy. Um, Easy has, like, vehemently said, I've spent about 80% of my time in ETH versus 20% of my time in Soul lately. And, you know, when Soul's popping, he just switches more attention over there. It's the same thing, dude. At this, like, that different chains will do different cool things. There will be different hype cycles. Like, you just got to follow where money's going where interest is going where cool things are being built like don't yep. say you're leaving okay yeah like you're leaving the country and never flying back no it's a chain you literally access it from anywhere stop being silly stop being so like that's that's yeah. goofy that's so, so goofy when you say something like that even i i agree man and i just want to put out there it's like hats off to easy for being able to you know have his edge on multiple chains but for the individuals who want to try to copy easy I would advise to be very cautious about that. ETH is a completely different beast, and you can't take your same techniques that work over here on Soul and think it's going to apply over there. No, and like while there is money to be made, there's also significant money to be lost. So unless you have an edge or you're confident in what you're doing, just don't start trying to copy a trade easy because easy's over on ETH right now because things are popping off. I mean, it's 100% true. And like, yeah, don't copy anybody. Don't even copy us. I, if you want a good example of that, we can talk about our results from last week, Dor. Oh, you want to oh, talk about it? Yeah, let's talk about it, dog. Give <laughs> one We can talk about it. Let's, let me grab my uh, handy-dandy little sheet here. Um, ABC was called by Dor at oh, yeah. 119.67. Yes, um, do you do you want to tell them what it's at, Dor? I don't do know what it's at, dog. It hasn't looked since it dropped past 70. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Yeah, ABC currently – oh, dude, it's not even at the first page of Soul Sniper either. That's – that's rough. Where is it? Am I blind? Am I blind? What is this? Okay, one minute. I gotta uh, let me search this real quick. Um, right now the floor bid is 73 soul and the floor NFT is 77 with okay. cost associated with it. So um yeah, not looking yeah. so hot, about a 42 soul de deficit there. Yeah. But hey, look, it could be finding a bottom right here. I'm just saying, um, I'd be more interested in ABC here than uh when I call 119. Yeah. Oh, geez, dude. I told you I should have just stuck with Claytosaurus. I'm like, I wanted to get risky. I'm like, but I'm, a, I'm like, Claytosaurus is looking hot, but I'm going to get risky this week. Hey, I like it, Dora. I, you know what? I like the risk. Yes, you definitely should have stuck with Claytosaurus. Yep. You probably would have won this week. I actually think you would have because they were at like 22. Had a nice little pump. Um, Transdimensional Foxes at 15.7. So Congrats if you followed the call. You made a whopping 0.7 soul profit. That's and I think that's it just epitomizes mm -hmm. like 
this is not fun. Like I'm sitting over here literally just like, yay, I made a 0.7 sold. Like this is not even 5% and not even accounting for fees. Like, no. no. Oh, I'm so dude, tired of this. It dude. reminds me of the last cycle where what? The only thing that pumped was Voxel Monkey and, I'm uh, sorry, supply chain Voxel with 4 by 4 Everything else was just like abysmal. It was, yeah. it was so bad. <laughs> dude, I mean, well, Honestly, I would rather have that last cycle than what we're experiencing right now because it feels so stagnant. And like we have 100K volume. We would have been jumping for joy the last time we were at these levels, um, you know, between July and November, really, where like we were ecstatic. Dude, that was awesome. If you had 100K sold volume, let's go. It doesn't feel that way anymore, dude. And I think the fact that it is spread across multiple marketplaces, we have marketplace fees again. Um, everything just feels uh, nothing's moving. Nothing's budging. If it's moving, it's moving to the downside because everybody's over leveraged right now. Um, and you know, taking out loans and mm -hmm. guys stop funding loans. Like I, I, if, you exactly. want alpha, if you want alpha for the day, if everything is going down, stop funding loans. You're like catching the bottom and trying to also time it within the, the loan term. It doesn't make any sense. It makes zero sense. Stop funding loans, loans. And now if, if you are listening to the show and you haven't been following along, we've been saying take out loans the entire time. You just had your downside and, you know, if you default, you default and you still get to keep that liquid. It's basically some sort of um, what a put option, essentially, you know, you're selling at a price and you can either pay it back or you don't. And so, yeah, using it now, I don't think right now I'd be taking out loans on any of my NFTs. Um, unless I knew I could do something better with the liquid. Because right now they're just kind of like at a, a weird place. Like most of the charts I look at are closer to support than resistance for me. Yeah. Um, and then if it does flip to resistance, that's when I would take loans. I'd be like, everything's going to zero. I'm selling everything. Mm -hmm. um, I kind of, Joe, what do you what do you think about this? What do you think about how everybody is over leveraged right now? Because I think it'll lead us perfectly into Citrus and how I think it is a, a Really good platform. Very interesting, dude. Very interesting. But um, what do you think about over leveraging right now? Yeah, I think it's one of the main faults of the ecosystem at the moment. It's um, wrecking floor prices. It's just absolutely, especially for ones that had a tight delta, like loan to value, because floor to value, because people just would ape into those, right? And take loans out immediately, right? Because it's just a smart thing to do. But eventually what happens is you see you see the, the onslaught once soul either skyrockets and people want instant liquidity, they're not paying those loans back. And then you're sitting on, you know, a 50% reduction as well. So you dump that to get your liquidity because you're scared. And that's just a trickle down domino effect that we're seeing right now. Um, and really, to be honest, I think it's, it's truthfully because everyone in our ecosystem is, is here to make money. We don't really have a base investor that are going to buy things and hold for three years and, and prop up a good support macro, right? Like everyone here wants to flip and make money. And I think when you have that mindset, it's really, it's a dog eat dog. It's cannibal. And eventually there's only a couple dogs left, right? And then you don't want to eat each other because that, you know, so it's, it's, we're, we're getting to that point where it's just cannibalism on each other, predatory, and it's hard to keep a market alive like that. So until we find a good base level of, of, flippers and investors and equal parts i don't see it changing you know what will happen is big money will come back in when the bull's right and siphon and lick and take all the liquidity back out over a couple months and we'll have this again i don't see this changing much unless we get a base level investor but then again we don't have the same type of liquidity and money that uh, an ethereum does or you know a btc ordinal like that's you know next level both of those so just trying yeah. to be realistic. I love soul very much, but we have to be realistic here. 
and know why we're in the game. Like it's okay not to make money and still be in Seoul, right? It's still okay to be an ecosystem here and help out and be here and live here and have your friends and not be spending liquidity at the moment. Just because you're not trading doesn't mean you're not a part of the, the ecosystem. Yep, exactly. I mean, awesome. it, it, yeah, it, dude, we, just because you're sitting on your hands doesn't mean you can't just like invest or, uh, you know, invest some time, I guess, into researching some of these projects, see what they're doing, see if anything makes sense. Like if you can't rid your bull bias here, now that we have gone down 90% from all-time highs at Seoul, now that we are down bad on NFT Seoul prices, um, and really USD prices, like some of them don't look at USD. Like if you invested back in April last year or something like that, like, oh, just don't look at that USD chart. <laughs> it's ugly. But um, I, I kind of want to talk one last thing, then we'll move on to some market headlines um, and then wrap up with some alpha. The, the projects that have done the best uh, and held up the best are the ones that are really good communities. So... Um, when we say community is the best utility and the best utility is floor price go, go up, or at least in this case, stay not so bad. Mm -hmm. um, let's talk about the, the communities that have done really well in holding up their floor price. D God's Utes, as much as you hate them, yep. they've done really well. They've held up Utes, especially Utes has done. If you look at this chart, it's basically a stable coin. And I mean that in a good way. It's not like, Oh, it's so stable or anything like that. During this whole time of market volatility, I'm going to go ahead and share my screen because I, I do think it's good to visualize what I'm talking about here. This is one of the most stable assets you could have invested in when it comes to soul NFTs. I mean, this thing is impenetrable. The lowest it went was 112. Highest it went was 135. And it's just maintained a tight spread. Hasn't really gone anywhere. Hasn't really done anything. And for me, that's bullish. And we can talk about how I, I actually think I'm going to jump back into Utes for the umpteenth time. I cannot tell you how many times I've been in and out of Utes, but um, when I see stuff like this during a, what is a perceived bear market where we have a ton of sellers versus buyers right now, we're at a 0.5 uh, buyer to seller ratio. Not good. I really want it to be closer to 0.75 or higher. Um, this is, it's, it's not really pretty, but this, this is one that I think is really good. Gives you polygon exposure, which I mean, look again, I, I do think I, Solana is my home. I love it so much. All that good stuff. But at the end of the day, I'm not a chain maxi. I hate to break it to you guys, but um, look, if people are building cool things over on Polygon or they're attracting good brands and all that good stuff and all the memory, um, it's at least worth looking into. Now, if I don't like it after I've done some research or spent some time there, so be it. But um, it's hard to ignore this floor price. And then the fact that Polygon's still taking market share. I mean, it's still doing its thing. Um thoughts on utes guys what do you like utes here uh i um i, I i'm not going to get back into utes i not fading frank i just don't like the move to polygon uh it, it's super high risk for me it's hard for me because i'm such a mid to long-term investor it's hard to be see for me to see that upside of utes transitioning to matic because of liquidity over there but I do think there's a trade to be had. It's been uh, pretty stable for this, this long a period. As you said, it's been a stable coin. So I do think once that move comes closer, there will be a pump in this price. So I might not be trading it while even though it is a pretty good trade. Um, but yeah, that, that's just my thoughts on news. Yeah, I think that's fair. I mean, it, it really is. You're taking a gamble right now to see if Polygon... Look, my, my thought process with this, why... Polygon threw three mil at them to come over. 
why wouldn't they throw three mil to buy up the floor and absolutely gas them up? Like this is this is the Wild West. Like they're gonna pump up their own bags. If I can sell this for a two X when I get over there, hot dog. I love Polygon. Keep my bags pumping. <laughs> but um, I just think they have enough of a vested interest that they want to make sure this is a success. It's perceived as a success. And in doing so, I mean, like sweeping floors and, you know, if I can get a 2X or shoot, even right now, a 50% gain, I'm, I'm over the moon. Yeah, man. Joe, what's your thoughts on that? Yeah, I'm, I'm at the uh, at the base camp. Of if you have like 125 soul that you don't care about and you're going to sit on anyway for the long term, this could be a buy right now. Um, you know, you could throw a collection offer in around 119, 120, see what happens. But yeah, I mean, EV positive wise, we've seen stable coins throughout the volatility. The USD values kind of held true. It's more or less denominated in ETH in people's minds. And there's um, definitely catalysts on the forefront and speculation to be had when there hasn't been much of that with other projects, most 99% of projects. So yeah, this it's, is a play that, you know, long term, right? Like you would really sit on it and hope for the best with bridging and IP and what they're trying to bring over on Polygon and kind of use it as Polygon exposure if you don't have any, rather than trying to flip or buy some bullshit NFT that you're not too sure about. You know, you kind of like banking on, all right, this is like no longer soul in my brain. It's more or less a investment into a Polygon or Matic narrative, which is like, you know, as an investor, I like that mindset. You throw it into a different portfolio and you kind of forget about it. So that would be my my buying thesis on a Ute right now. It would not be to flip would be that longer macro play yeah yeah i uh think i'm right there with you and it, like look if this is too risky of a play i will show you right now on sharkify you can get 115 soul loan and if you really wanted to dude that is over 90 percent. that is over 90 percent loan to value like the That's the floor stupid, is 125 man. if people don't want to learn and this is exactly what i'm talking about go ahead and take this loan you're only losing 10 soul plus or losing 3.26 if you want to repay the interest. Mm -hmm. uh, I would say the only thing with this though is that I don't think you can stake while you're in um, while you're lending out your your NFT or borrowing against it, I should say. So you know if you're interested in making those points, I'm not sure if you can or not. I wanted to say I had one staked a while back and I couldn't get a loan on it. Now I'm not sure if you can unstake, go ahead and loan against it and then stake it. I'm not sure if it works like that, but that's something to look into. Um, nonetheless, dude, I mean, Utes, the loan to value is there. If you want exit liquidity, there's plenty of offers at the floor. I mean, like, look at that. That spread is nothing. Um, I just think they're, you know, we want to talk about safe investments right now, or if you want to make an NFT play, Utes, Utes are right there for mm -hmm. me. Um, another one that I think is a fantastic community that has done very well. Look at this chart, dude. While everything else has been capitulating, Galactic Geckos, are close to their all-time highs. I have no idea why. I have zero clue. I hold a gecko. I don't even know what's going on over there, but I'm happy I hold a gecko. This thing's pumped. Look, we're at 38.57, and the floor's thin to 40. What are they doing over there? What Yo. are they, like, how did they? Wait, this, can you this put the USD value up real quick? Yeah, B? yeah Check absolutely. the USD value for me. Um, uh, top left. Um, there we go, yep. There Perfect. we go. Sorry, I always no. You're fine. I always think it's to the right as well. I think it used to be. Holy yeah. Okay. Look at this. Yeah, look that's at crazy. This. Geckos. Look, I'm I'm just telling you right now. Between oh. trap and genuine that's articles, wild. between all like I have a lot of friends over there that I respect the hell out of, 
uh, that are all gecko maxis dude i'm just saying like i i kind of want i don't want to buy more right now i'm hoping that you know just an absolute wave of of miscreants just go ahead and dump on the floor and give me an entry back at like 30 soul or something but um this this chart is insane dude like this is a really good looking chart compared to the rest of the shit that we're seeing in nft so i'm not sure what they're doing over there guys do you have any insight we can start with with door and then joe um what's what's going on with geckos is it just community because i have no idea and i'm in it yeah i i, I don't know what's going on but uh i do know the founder's a solid dude so whenever he's on a space talking about geckos he seems pretty fucking knowledgeable he seems like he has a plan he knows where the project's going and that coupled with community i think is leading to some of this price action but along the lines of specifics no idea yeah yeah i have no idea. i mean joe if you see that chart what do you think because honestly it's close to a like for me it looks close to like a breakout almost like if this thing yeah. breaks out all-time highs yeah like how are you not bullish as hell on geckos? Nope. Like, pull in a, a fib for market. me too, real quick. Pull a fib yeah. from that top down to that bottom for one me. Minute, if you one, could. Minute, one minute, one minute, one minute. Where, where is, where is um, the indicators? Right? Uh, oh no, to the left. That blue little tab by the trading view sign, all the way to the left by listings, all the way down left at oh the very goodness. bottom. Should be a little blue tab that's like on the very corner above. Yeah, there we go. There oh my is. goodness gracious! Oh. I was having an absolute meltdown <laughs> over here. Uh, <laughs> Are you talking about right here? Yep, perfect. Exactly, B. Exactly, bro. Yeah. So we zoom in, we see that pixel touch off to 786, which is usually a reversal. And you see that liquidity kind of, everybody was happy to buy all the way down to the 382. And then that normal setup right there, this is like now coming above the 6.18. If we can get back yeah. and break that 786, yeah, it's a that's a good setup. Does not look bad at all. And my question is, it must just be um, mature investors in this community because it's just they higher are. lows, bro. And it's like accumulation. And I've yeah. never really looked at this. I know it's OG. It's an OG project. It's been longer than I've even been in this space. And yeah, I mean, that's look at it. It's flirting with, with price discovery. And what on earth are they feeding wild. the geckos over there, dude? I, wow. I, anyways, what I don't know. This thing? Is, What's their I, utility? What, what do they do? So like, I know what? you can stake um, for credits um but it's it's kind of like a lockup period so like i know mine was locked up for 60 days i did the 60 day option you can do 100 days they have multipliers you know based on how long you lock it up just like scrap or anything like that but um i don't i don't know dude i was sitting there i was like what how is my gecko bag not like to zero and it's because the strong community i, I have a feeling that these geckos just don't want to sell their bags at all um so those are two communities that i'm looking at uh, I just, I'm like, Gcon's been, uh, been holding up pretty well too, man. Like, yeah, they had a recent pump in the pullback yeah. uh, hasn't been too harsh on them. No, it hasn't. And um, look, true. I mean, we they just talked, we just talked to corrupt. This is, I mean, this is a good move right here too. This looks like it's finding a floor somewhere around that mid six to high six, um, which was resistance right here and is now looking to flip into support. Now, I, I would like to see it clear over here first. Um, which would be that 7.87. Um, but yeah, Jacon, Jacon's another one, dude. They came through on our stream. And and I like I know that sounds ridiculous. Like, yeah, we want to pump our numbers. It's also a, a barometer for me on how strong the community is. Like they want to hear corrupt talk, they want to yeah. vibe and, and chat. They, they were they were crushing yeah. it. Bennett was yeah, in there and dope. Um, I, like a lot. I mean DS came through. I, I look, I I do like a Legend. good community and 
Um, this is one that has been through the depths. We can relate with Cyber Samurai. Um, and so I look, I respect these communities that have just banded together and said, like, you know, we don't care where floor price is going. We're more of like medium long term holders in this project. Yeah. And I think this is right now, if you're going to make an NFT play, look for communities like this. Yeah. You know, Cyber Samurai is another one. We can pull up the chart because I'm pretty sure it looks pretty good. But um, yeah, it's in a buy zone for sure. Yeah. I mean, it, like, it looks similar to jacon and everything like that like we we have our ebbs and flows but i mean just one oh actually this oh it's definitely in a buy zone oh my goodness yeah. oh last time i checked it was like six or something like that i guess i just never checked the price and i think that's just a sign yeah, of strong i never checked the price either yeah, yeah. I, think, I don't even I care think with cyber sam's people get like i don't know who's selling but they'll eat up the collection office offers and then the collection offer will drop real low and then people start flooring crazy i don't so i it's not going to happen forever i just think you guys had such a long accumulation period at very low sold prices that so many people are still in profits like look at that guy you know he's bought he bought at 4.3 souls and will still sell for profits bought at four souls still selling for profits bought at five souls still selling for profits like a lot of these guys are taking profits never even listed before probably minted or something you know so like this is going to only happen for so long and it's happened three times on the macro chart and each time's been a little bit higher. So like this is just you know the way you know you know how the community is, bro. We're in it every day. We're just we love this, you know. Yeah. Oh, undervalued I, I, I Sush, undervalued Sam's. We eat it up. Yep. Ooh, Sush has actually been dude. I, I know Jay Shep picked up a lot of Sush. Um and there's definitely gonna be some cool things coming with it. So if you guys want the alpha, I mean like Sush is is a good buy, not financial advice. You know, we're just a bunch of bozos trading JPEGs, but um uh, you know, I I would look to buy some if you don't have some exposure. It doesn't cost much. And I promise you, we were just in there for market open today. And we stayed in there for like, oh, we're basically awaiting. What, here's the flow of content. You guys want the alpha on the flow of content. It goes, wake up, market open with Dojo VC. Dojo VC turns into a no fluff wait zone. We then go into no fluff. And then after no fluff, everybody comes over to rare fun. That's the content cycle right here. You thought NFTs were wash trading. We're just wash trading audience over here. So, um, you know, that's, that's how it goes. Anyways, if you want more hours with us, buy a cyber samurai, that's it. You get into dojo VC, boom, there you go. So, um, let's talk about some market headlines. Cause I do want to yeah. get into those and then let's wrap it up with some, some, uh, alpha chat. Let's, well, we'll talk. We'll talk picks because I actually I love the pick game, dude. I yeah, love I love a nice NFT showdown. But um, let's talk about Citrus. We kind of brushed up on NFT Fi. Citrus is interesting to me. One, it's just another reason to hold a fox, and it's kind of the premise of why I I chose Transdimensional last week, um, which held up pretty well. I mean, it was a, a decent. At this point, if I buy an NFT, I just hope it doesn't go to zero, right? I, and so if it stays, if it holds its value, hot dog, that is a great trade for me. But um citrus is actually a really interesting project or product because you can actually modify the terms on your loan which to me is huge and, and it's one of the big problems i have with sharkify knowing that i know a lot about loans you know being in the real estate market and everything like that i know what ltv stands for i know apy I understand risk profiles of loans um so being able to modify it for me is nice it creates a marketplace sort of of like, hey, here's the loan that I'm looking to offer or, hey, here's the NFT I'm looking to offer and here's the terms I'm looking to seek for. And for me, that's just a more robust system. Uh, I can look for 14 days. I can look for a seven-day loan. I think some of them you can even do 21 days the last time I checked. So 
Now, I personally wouldn't take a 21-day loan. Um, I would loan out my stuff for 21 days by all means. Thank you so much. Yeah, I know, but, right? Um, I wouldn't take a 21-day loan. This is just – look, I'm if, if I'm lending against anything, it's a seven-day loan tops um, because this is just a risky market, you know? And, yep. and so I don't know if you guys have played around with Citrus at all. Um, for me, it's just another step forward, another competitor for NFT Fi, and I, I think it's another good reason to – you know, hold on to a wolf capital whenever that comes out, <clears throat> just because it's going to be nice to have a loan aggregator of sorts. And you only need one wolf capital in order to access it. But um, guys, have you played around with Citrus at all? Uh, I'll go over to Joe and then Door. Um, I know you guys have both been like busy with packing and stuff, and um, it's very hard to explore product, but it's nice. No, I haven't. I haven't um, tried it out at all. Um, and I'm curious, though, I'm listening to you talk about it right now. So it's pretty much like you have more flexibility and range within time frame. And you got to get a uh, premium on the APY a little yeah. bit better than Sharky. Yeah, there's the, so you can you can kind of adjust it. And basically, they have it set to, let's say, I'm, a, I'm lending. Um, yeah, they have different APYs and stuff like that. It's just a more flexible product. And for me, knowing that I know a lot more about loans, um, I'm interested in it. And I, I love the Foxy dashboard of all their yeah, products. Yeah, how's the UI UX compared? It, it's it's nice. I mean, it's nice. You can do like three-day loans, seven-day loans, 14-day loans. Um, maybe I was lying about the 21 days. That might have been too long. But, but three days is wild. So you can have like almost a scalping <laughs> loan set up too. So that's wild. I like that. Yeah, well, and three days is, is enough of a risk profile for me that I would actually loan against that um, or, or I would fund that loan because three days, you know, I can I can time the market pretty well with three days. Seven days is like, ugh, yeah. you know, getting a little getting a little risky and then 14 days, no shot, dude. No, no shot, I will fund those. I, I, I will be loaning out all 14-day loans. I, I don't ever, like, issue out 14-day loans, though. That, that's absolute insanity to me. There's no, It's oh. too long. Yeah. So anyways, regardless, if you haven't checked out Citrus, look, Famous Fox Federation, just some of the most consumer facing products out there. Um, it makes me want more foxes, honestly. And so I, I will continue to monitor the chart because I think they offer enough incentive. I think there's cool rewards and gamification over there. Fox is going to be around for forever, it feels like. So yeah. um, for me, I just think they're one of the long-standing products, and I'm I'm happy they got into this space. I think they delivered a really good-looking project or product, and I know the project will continue to strive forward. So, moving on, let's talk a little bit about Blocksmith Labs. Blocksmith, I and I've been on record saying this over the past few weeks was getting crushed by Subber. Yep. Um, crushed. I, Subber was just the better whitelist management tool, and now that I'm in the midst of project management, uh, one. I don't do whitelist collabs. If you guys are asking for whitelist for, for heist, I don't do it. Go ask Juice. Go ask Juice. You go bother Juice, not me. It's not me anymore. I'm out. There was too many chefs in the kitchen. Um, and it, we're crossing wires, talking to different people. It's just, it gets to be a headache. Go talk to Juice. It's not me. But nonetheless, from a uh, whitelist management standpoint, Subber's not fun anymore. I don't like it. I, I don't like it anymore. <laughs> uh, the Subber bot is kind of buggy where if you win, like basically how they give you the whitelist role in discord is they toggle it on. Um, it's like a toggle, not like if it's on, then it stays on. Right. So if you win it in two different DAOs, 
it toggles it on the first time and then toggles it again. So now you don't have your whitelist roll. Mm. Now I have your wallet collected and everything, but I get pinged 24 seven. Hey, Bison, I've lost my whitelist roll, bro. Can you help me out, bro? I'm like, dude, I am. I, I promise you if, you, if you registered in Subber, I have your wallet address. But um, the other part about that too, the one thing I worry about is that somebody who did grind for whitelist um, and then manages to get one through a DAO now also gets toggled. And so the one that they grinded for, which, to, I mean, dude, we have some people that are absolutely crushing in the heist discord right now, just ever present, always online. I don't want them, you know, like if they got two whitelist spots, I would love for them to get two, but it's hard to backtrack and audit and everything yeah. like that. So Subber's just kind of a nightmare. And then I also hear some, some bad things about community managers and, and possibly even Subber people um, coming in and re-rolling some of these, uh, uh, raffles and stuff and taking whitelist spots um so now again we're rare fud i don't have any truth to those those uh allegations but when you hear stuff like that i would love to go back to blocksmith dude Block mercury was a great product for a long time i think it was a little outdated i think it needed something like atlas so atlas is going to be their answer to subber to whitelist management to pre-sale allocation all that good stuff um is going to be through atlas do Guys. you know what like the payment system is of Atlas? <clears throat> no idea, and that is a great question, Dor. Yeah. Because you know, I know a lot of projects are asking, or a, a lot of these whitelist management platforms are asking for whitelist allocation, or or mm -hmm. whatever you want to call it. Um, I'm not sure what the the cost is going to be, but I do. I like the Blocksmith Labs. You know, I think they're a good good product. I do think they'll eventually get some some competition with Tayo too. I think Tayo oh, will yeah. come out. Oh yeah. I would imagine they come out with some sort of management tool like we see with Blocksmith and Subber and stuff like that, especially if they keep launching um projects with Graphite. So guys, what are your what are your thoughts on Blocksmith here? Are we interested? I mean, I don't know if you guys saw the chart, but it, it looks pretty decent right here. Um 64 looks like a pretty good support. And I'm I'm interested. I'll watch the chart. I'd rather see it turn up than try to catch knives. But it, does Atlas change anything for you? And do you think we should sell suburb keys here? I I think Blocksmith has been around in this <gasps> ecosystem long enough, and they have a history of being able to build tech and uh, launch it pretty freaking quick, quick enough to keep up with the the pace of the space. So while they might have uh, suburb might have seen its rise, I wouldn't automatically count out uh, Blocksmith, man. Uh, I, the, the the devs on that team are top tier. They they rival Foxy in my opinion, just in a different aspect. They're not trying to do overlap, but if in terms of execution, yeah, they're, they're definitely some of the best in the ecosystem. So uh, honestly, I'm looking around Blocksmith. If it hits that forty to fifty range, I think it might be a buy, man. Yeah. Oh, absolutely, dude. I mean, if it gets that low, and I think this is another reason why they, you know, if you guys haven't heard, they canceled their their beastment that was supposed to be happening in April. Um, and I think they kind of looked, dude, if, if this is the case, and I hope they come out and say it, that they canceled it because they wanted to focus on Blocksmith Labs, especially in a time where, you know, NFT floor prices are bleeding and they know that investors are are hurting right now. And they're like, you know what, we're going to focus on a product that will continue to hold up that price for Blocksmith, um, like the Smiths themselves. Uh, dude, that's bullish. I'm I, That is looking after your investors. Hats off to them. Um, rather than try to pump out another uh, project. And I think that's really cool. But I am interested at these floor prices, dude, if it does go down to that 40, 50 range. Oh, I'm um, picking up a in, couple. Instant buy. Instant yeah. buy. I think I think um, you're absolutely right. Door, or uh, Joe, how do you feel about Blocksmith here? 
Cubs. Yeah, you can't fade them. I was in them for a while. Um, a while, probably like almost eight, nine months ago when they first were dropping and went from 13 sold to like 70. But Alex, Kryptonaut, and a few of those devs that were on the beginning stages of D-Gods are goaded mm-hmm. in um, Rust technology and, and scripting Rust. So they're, they'll always be able to build things that are at a premium. It's just about them hitting that home run, right? They've been just striking out here and there, which is fine because you have to, right? You have to throw stuff at the wall, see what sticks. And um, I think they will definitely perform well over the macro. The holders that are holding their whales have made so much money already from flipping. Most of them are just just holding on now and waiting for uh, you know the SAS or or our business product to come out. So I think this Atlas has legs, right? Because Subber, you know, Subber is buggy, and the UI UX isn't the greatest, but it is what we have right now. It's kind of the meta. So yeah, there's market share to be had. But I just think that all this is like grinding and building now. And we really won't see anything explode until we do have liquidity bull. Like these are all for whitelist allocations, giveaways. All that stuff is great when there's liquidity. So it's good that they're building right now. And hopefully, you know, if you do decide to enter at a good price, it'll be for that eventual pop of of people needing it. And that'll be in the bull because we don't really need it too bad right now. Obviously, like the heist and a few hype projects kind of need it. But that's like what? Less than 1%. So that's where I'm at at the moment. I have a hard time buying in unless I, I see that kind of change happening in the market yep. sentiment. Yep. Yeah. Yep. I can agree with that. I mean, I, I'm not going to go and chase the whitelist meta per se. Um, more so, honestly, I'm more interested in, in uh, Tayo right now. And I'll tell you why. It's just because they announced recently, one, their first mint that is going to happen in Graphite. Is going to be bastards and you know I, I talked about them for a while um look i like bastards a lot i i do love do if you guys haven't seen their trailers it's some of the best in nfts i mean i i think they're so fun i think it's completely different in the terms of like whereas klanos and klanos is by far better animators like they can't you cannot compete with them on the animation level but they're competing they're not trying to compete with them i think it's trying to be more of an adult focused like there's blood and gore and just like twists and turns and stuff like that in their storytelling. Like, I don't know if you got, I, I don't want to spoil anything. Go look at their most recent trailer compared to the first one. You know, it, the, the bastard was killing everything. And then, you know, something happens to the bastard in this one. Uh, it's just really interesting storytelling. I think it'll be fun at the very least. Like, I think it'll be fun storytelling. I think there'll be some fun components to it. I'm still not sure exactly what it's going to be about, but um, I do know some of the team and they're, they're good people. So, I'm not going to fade it. I do think that's a, a very hype mint. I think Bastards is up there on um, the tier list from Immutable Edge, who I always refer back to as doing really good research um, in the elite tier. So, one, they locked down that, and then they just announced that they locked down Sandbar as well. And we just had buckets on from Sandbar. Uh, we also love JS, too. Uh, getting to talk with them about the project, I think it'll still do really well. And I think the fact that Graphite, and Soulport just locked down these two awesome mints should not be discounted. Yeah. And so I would be looking at stuff that, you know, could be interesting to get into the Tayo ecosystem. Maybe you make a play on Graphite whenever it's traded live. Do you guys know if it's traded live right now? I don't, I don't know. I don't think so. I don't think so. Yet. Yeah. I don't think so either. Cause I couldn't find it anywhere, but if it gets traded live, like I'd be interested I'd be interested. I don't know what Tayos themselves are sitting at, like the, the Gen 1 collection. Um, the only thing that, that worries me about Tayo is one, their ecosystem just seems complex. And if yes. they can really I, I know you I know Dor is going to he's gonna be like, yeah, 
yeah, yeah it seems very complex. Yeah. Yes. Um, I, and I would agree with that. It's, but it's not just there. Like, I don't know how many facets they're in. It feels like, but also you have gen one, you have gen two, you have the pilots, you have oil. You also have cores for the pilots. Um, and it's just like, there needs to be some sort of unification and simplification of their collection, in my opinion. But that's just me. That's just my two cents. Um, no, I don't know if you guys echo that. I know Door does for sure. There, there definitely uh, needs to be some simplification, man. Like even when I was doing research for my horribly freaking like going back and watch my tile video, it was it was bad. It was one of my first ones. So your boy was a little rough. But man, there was no like documentation clearly laying out what does what and how things act in the ecosystem so i had to go back and read all these announcements trying to piece things together things change so fast it's a lot man and for somebody new coming in trying to get involved with that it, it can be overwhelming for the easiest entry in my opinion is if you have the liquidity just pick up a gym one and chill man uh i i do think even if well not if but the fact that they're having a launch pad to compete with uh, Blocksmith, while they are competitors, if Tom prefers quality over quantity, I think that can pay off in its own self. It's like if you know something's launched its own solar core, you know it's going to print. So there's no need to try to make up that difference with trying to onboard every quad uh, project when you can unload 10 to 15 super solid projects where you know uh, holders are going to eat. Yeah. Um, I'm interested in infants here. Tayo infants, Gen 2, whatever. I, I need to stop saying that on stream. That just sounds really bad. But um, I, I'm interested in Gen 2s. I am, I am very interested in Gen 2s because of the floor price. Right now, they're sitting at 47 And for me, that's a really good price. Hey, if they're going to keep getting these, these types of mints. Um, and again, we haven't even decided on one for heist yet. I'll, I'll let you know when we do. You guys will be the first to know. I will announce it on Twitter and everything like that. But um, actually, I'm sure whatever launchpad we go with, uh, we've definitely been courted. But I, I think there's room for a good launchpad. And if, if they can succeed on this front, I don't care how many facets they're in. If they can focus and say like, hey, we are going to be the launchpad for Solana, then for me, I, ooh, I'm, I'm very interested in Tayo. And then you can branch out from there. You can do whatever you want to in whatever industries you want to as long as you have your bread and butter, which yep. is good solid projects coming to graphite minting in graphite um uh, well at least having an allocation minted in graphite then it drives value to the token right and i think they can focus on that i'm very interested in tayo i don't think they stay at these prices for very long and for me i like the, the gen 2 chart a little bit more than the gem one but that's just me personally no i agree with you man agree with you yeah yeah absolutely um <laughs> okay um Joe is uh he, he had an appointment, he'll be back in a little bit, but until then, uh door, let's get into some alpha. Let's talk our NFT face off. Do you have an NFT selected, sir? I, I don't, man. It, it's a it's a rough one, and I'm not gonna pick uh Joe's pick because he has to go. So um, and I'm not gonna say infants either because you did. So oh man, for this week, I'm gonna have to just go with G-Con, man. Or no, should I go Utes? I don't know. Utes been kind of stable. What's the safe? I'm gonna go with Utes, man. I'm just gonna go with what's been safer. Uh, Utes have been like doing a, a, a crabbing for a bit. So while there's not a lot of downside, in my opinion, um, I'm just gonna go with that. I just think it's a safe play. Give me a nice little seven percent, and I'll be good. <laughs> we we pick in the plays that are the safest right now with yeah, a yeah. About <laughs> downside versus upside. I yeah. love it. That is a uh, dude. That's funny to me. Um, 
Okay, Joe in the comments. I'm, I'm still here. I'm still here. I got literally, they're unloading the van and I'll go out there. So they still got it because they're doing like the floor. They're going to uh, do a floor on my garage. But yeah, okay. so good one, Dora. Good one. Utes, I think that's safe. I think you could you could possibly swing that up to 130, 131 soul. Absolutely. Um, I'm going to go with, since I gave two because I thought I was going to have to leave. So real quick, I think I'm going to go with ABCs. Ooh. We've seen the loan liquidation kind of kind of even out here i think we will see a little bit of a price action moving here so we'll we'll, we'll see maybe i'm burned again like my entrepreneurs and i'll be over too so we'll see you can't be worse <laughs> than me dog I <laughs> sold since last week calling abc so i think you'll be good i'm going with door bro i'm going with you at the top i'm just gonna see if i can get exactly. the bottom here bro okay one minute. All right. So Utes at 124. ABC, what are they at right now? And I love you guys. Time? I got to go. Much, yeah, much love. So sorry I had to cut off, guys. I can't wait till <laughs> Thursday. Love you guys. All right. Um, Joe is with ABC at 78.87. And I'm going off Magic Eden prices just so there's not any, you know, pool nonsense or whatever, or even Soul Sniper. Sometimes they factor in fees. And I'm just going to go off what's listed on the floor on Magic Eden. So ABC. Utes, I uh, we already talked about them. I'm gonna go with geckos. That chart looks strong to me. I'm swinging for the fences. I don't care about downside. I've already well, yeah, I won this week. I kind of co-shared with Door, oh, but I let him have the edge. Um, so you know what? I'm already up one zero and one. If you want to count a draw, let's, let's swing for the fences. I'm gonna go for upside. Let's go with geckos. That community's rabid. I don't know what they're feeding the geckos over there, but I want some more. Um. Let's go geckos, dude. I, I'm I'm going geckos. So, what are they listed at on Magic Eden? Um, just so we are all on the same page, they are currently listed at 38. 38 is the cheapest gecko you can get. I'll lock it in. Let's go geckos. Um, door. Before we wrap it up, is there anything else you're looking at right now? I mean, even even if you're not looking at NFTs, what are you looking to do outside of move? Um. What I'm really looking at ordinals, man. I, I don't have an edge in ETH, and I do think ordinals is going to see adoption once this infrastructure is built out. So I've just been really keeping an eye out on all the projects that are going on over there, dude. I just think getting in that one good project early is going to pay itself over 100x. So I, I've just been really focusing on ordinals right now. I, I can agree with that. I do think ordinals is an interesting play. Look, if there is ever a time to at least – dip your toes in other ecosystems. I think it's right now. Like we are all bored. We want to learn more. We want to see who's influencing certain aspects. I mean, I don't care if it's HBAR, ADA, um, you know, Polygon, wherever you want to go, but don't be a maxi. I think that that could be my best alpha is don't be a maxi anywhere. I love Solana. It's where most of my portfolio is on, but who knows the next bull cycle. I mean, Look, if everybody's at each other's throats, which we had some drama over the weekend, I'm not going to get into it. This is rare fun. We talk about market insights, not market drama. Uh, there's plenty of spaces over on Twitter if you want to go check them out. Um, but if we keep being at each other's throats, trying to fight over scraps versus growing the pie, which I replied to Frank. Frank didn't reply to me. I was like, damn, that's a Frank quote right there. Come on, Frank. Like my tweet. But nonetheless, <laughs> um, yeah, we are fighting over scraps, Yo, and I'm just sitting sorry here like for, uh, jumping in real quick. Speaking of like my tweet, I forgot about like Magic Eden's terrible, terrible, abysmal article 
on ordinals. Jesus Christ. So I get their email list. And usually a lot of their pieces are pretty solid. And she used to write for them or whatnot. Always came out with some solid content. Their most recent email or piece on ordinals and inscriptions was God. It was so bad. Abysmally bad. It was like somebody who doesn't know anything about NFTs or ordinals or inscriptions came in and wrote this article. And I was like, what is this garbage? Anyway, I had a little rant thread about, about them. But yeah, continue, dog. Sorry for cutting you off. No, you're right. I mean, look, rare fun. We got a thing with Magic Eden, man. I, I, I'm I, not a fan. Um, But yeah, if you're going to put out misinformation into the sphere, calling yourself, you know, a good newsletter, that's not that you're not helping anybody. Um, So yeah, I think I think the Bitcoin ordinals are by far on the top of my list as far as, you know, ecosystems to explore figure out how the, those mechanisms work a little bit better so I can talk to you guys about them at a higher level. Right now, I don't know enough to share or divulge. I, I just don't feel comfortable trying to pose myself as any sort of knowledgeable person. Um, that's not me. I'm not I'm not the ordinal guy, but I will be. And I, my goal is definitely to dip into that ecosystem. Um, and then, you know, right now, I do like some of these new mints. I've been saying it for a while. Um, whether you want to flip them, if you flip heist, I'm going to let you know right now. I will make you instantly regret it. I promise you it is my goal in life. I will never sell shame you by any means. I just want you to sit in self-loathing. That's all I'm going to make you do. I'm going to make you sit in self-loathing while you sold your, your heist, uh, whether it's a chimp or a gorilla, for pennies on the dollar when they could go to you know X amount and you could have made X amount in the game or you could have had so much fun or whatever that looks like. I'm going to so make you regret it. What, what but, is Remnant sitting at, Bison? So what? What is Remnant sitting at? I don't. I haven't looked at Remnant prices for a while. I that's another one that I just look. You I keep, yeah, I, I keep it's it's right up there with Cyber Samurai. I barely pay attention to Remnant prices just because I keep looting. I know about like we will we we will make Remnants into a an incredibly cool game that won't just be limited to 8K. You know, and and we have plans for it. It's just gonna take a while, right? Yeah. Like I I know the Remnants community is like kind of upset with. Oh, dude, they're sitting at 6.7. Yikes. Um, mm -hmm. Now, to be fair, the problem is we had concentration of mm -hmm. NFTs. Mm -hmm. Like there, we had way too few unique holders. And so mm -hmm. they control the floor price. And I mean that like with size, like if they want to list, which I see five, six, seven, eight, nine of the floor 13 are listed by one uh, wallet. So like I, <laughs> if you... I think right now trying to sell remnants is silly. If you've been invested, you know, it's for the long haul. Um, but you know, uh, you could get a remnant. Uh, I think you have time to get into remnants. So don't, don't worry about it, but remnants will be a very cool game guys. Like I promise you, we've already been our proof of concept for how Solana gaming can go. We're going to improve upon it with heist. And then we're going to absolutely knock it out of the park when we do rems reimagine. So if you're, if you're selling rems right now, I, you're not going to make it, but that's just my two cents. Yeah, dude, I agree with you. Remnants is top tier, man. Remnants is like OG probably. No, it was the first successful like on-chain slash Web3 game that I think has released. So yeah, dog, it, it's if you're fading the team, you're messing up. Yeah, this dude, this MEV2 wallet is just absolutely nuking the floor right now. I think it's hilarious. But um, nonetheless, yeah, I... Right now, my alpha for you guys would be it's okay to sit on your hands. It's okay to explore other ecosystems. There is going to be a lot of cool new mints. Um, my particular eyes are on Wolf Capital, B Bodagos, 
bastards to an extent i still want to see more come out from the team but from the trailers alone i think i at least want to own one i do have whitelist for it so just a heads up sandbar uh motley dow whenever they come out but right now the marketplace uh, pie is so small that you know they're gonna have to come out with some innovation not just like a really good user interface yep. experience um you know i think the affiliation program will be really cool and having ref links and stuff like that but um there's there's some innovation that needs to happen on the marketplace front for sure and they they could be the ones right we 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 talked to ryan and i think they're a really good team over at motley lab so i'll be in there putting my two cents in that's for sure yeah yeah i mean they like i look i already bought 10 of these suckers exactly i I hope they go to the moon bro i I do (laughs) but we'll see i i do think new mints are going to be out there but other than that door is there anything else we want to talk about before we wrap it up today Nah, Doc, appreciate you being an amazing host as always. You're killing, man. I only aspire to be as good as you as hosting one day. And thanks, everybody, for, like, taking time out of your day and checking us out. And I hope that you all gain value from it. Yeah, absolutely. So, guys, I wish the NFT landscape was a little bit more interesting. I think it will be at some point. I think there will be a tide to turn. Right now, not catching any knives, not going to. Um, There's a couple of projects that I'm interested in buying. But, um, yeah. We already talked about our picks today. We talked about a ton of market headlines. If you guys could, please go ahead, hit that subscribe button down below on the YouTube channel. If you guys are listening on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please do us a favor and leave us a review. I noticed it's pretty barren over there, and reviews go a long way to expanding our reach. We do stream every Tuesday, Thursday, 2 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on YouTube, on my personal Twitter. If you guys are more interested in that platform, um, please make sure to support us. But for those that do, Seriously, we appreciate you. We hope you have a great rest of your day, and we'll see you on Thursday for the next episode of Rare Flood Radio. Peace.